Okay, hi Jen. Hi Shane. Where are we right now? We're in Budapest, Hungary. But we're not going to talk about Budapest, Hungary today. Um, this is our very first podcast that we're trying. Great. So if you're listening, uh, thanks for finding us and listening to us. And we are going to talk about traveling is our idea. And random thoughts of Shane and Jen. Maybe. But Probably. Mostly travel. Welcome to Travel Stuff. I'm Jen. And I'm Shane. In 2020, we sold everything to travel the world full time. Perfect timing. Each week, we'll discuss topics on where we've been and how to travel better, smarter, and cheaper. If you've ever dreamed of traveling longer and seeing more, we hope this podcast is for you. And with that, let's dive right into this week's episode. So the first thing uh, we got this idea was a while ago. We've been traveling together for... Uh, 18 years? No, no, no. Yes, about 18 years we have been traveling, but <laughs> yeah. full-time for... Since March, it would have been a year, and April, May, June, July, August, September, oh, a year and a half we've been traveling, so 18 months. 18 months of full-time travel, we sold everything, and we have been traveling since March of 2020. That's right, an odd time to start traveling. What a, an odd time to start traveling. Crazy times. So we're going to get into that uh, eventually. This one, should we talk about that? Should we talk about what it takes to be full-time travelers? Or should we talk about Iceland in general? Or should we, what, what do you want to talk about? Oh, well, I think it's, you know, part of our whole story, how you travel and live out of a suitcase full time how we gave up everything we do how we said goodbye to things we did people pets pets and how we hit the road what we did to make it happen that's an important part of our story yes okay that is we, we could tell that maybe part two yeah second episode maybe yeah let's talk about Iceland Oh, I know. We loved Iceland. And we'll just kind of ease people into how we think about travel, how we plan travel. And we just kind of talk about that. We both loved Iceland. Loved Iceland. It was a great trip. So uh, a question we get is why Iceland? Sure. Why Iceland? In the well, summertime. <laughs> the summertime is the best time to go. And it's the only time if you want to do the ring road. So we drove the entire way around the island of Iceland. What's there? Uh, cool stuff. Like, right, but why wouldn't we go to the beach or to Hawaii or to well, a million a, other places? We've been to a million beaches. So once you've been to beach after beach and living in Florida for eight years, I mean, come on. Yeah. A beach is a beach is a beach. A beach, we, that, there you go. There's a good one. We wanted to see something different. We, we could do. And Iceland is different. Unlike anything we've ever seen before. And I've lived in Alaska. Yeah, this was the most north we've ever been. Did we figure that? Did we 66? It is the same as Fairbanks, Alaska. Oh, it is the same so, latitude? The same as Fairbanks, Alaska. Okay. But together, this is the farthest we'd ever been. 
Yeah. And we actually went a little bit farther than Fairbanks. So yes. North, was, further north. This was the farthest north we've been. Is it farthest or furthest? F- furthest north. F- furthest north. I don't know. <laughs> okay, English major. It's, it's the most north we ever went. <laughs> That's right, dude. Okay, so, and it was cold at times. It was rainy at times. It didn't always feel like summertime, but that's okay. You're it in didn't Iceland. It didn't feel like summertime at all. <laughs> hey, the sun was out, and it's one of those places when the sun comes out, it's like you're amazed. It's like there's the sun. Two weeks. Two weeks in a van. In a van. We've done that before. We have done that. We've done that for a month we've done america oh we've done van life before it was a van a hashtag right exactly (laughs) we did van life before it was a hashtag we drove ten thousand miles 25 states almost every national park we got married in in las vegas in through three how many territories in canada six five we broke down in canada yeah moose jaw that's another story moose jaw saskatchewan (laughs) yeah there's another story we can do a van life yeah we could do an episode on van life that's a good one Mm -hmm. but we did we went back to our roots and rented a van that's right in iceland started in reykjavik landed in well we started in columbus ohio and oh, yes to begin the trip yeah we went back to the u.s for a little while to see family and friends and then left from ohio and went to, to chicago mm-hmm. went to chicago we had a layover there we stayed in a lounge we we had uh that was nice we had lounge access and got we're... a good free meal before uh, we I wouldn't say good it was a free meal. I'd say free. Uh, the <laughs> pandemic. A lot of snacks. I, you know, if you're listening and you are a lounge traveler or a lounge visitor or you want to be, we could tell you about that, which we will one day. But we like lounges in airports. It makes traveling better. Mm-hmm. It makes traveling easier, nicer. And before the pandemic, boy, was it a VIP experience with the food and the drinks and the service and all that and then during and after this it's like an excuse to just skimp pre-wrapped sandwiches that you wouldn't give to hospital patients <laughs> you know bags of chips bags of fritos and, and tiny coca-colas and i don't know i've been very disappointed with the lounge the lounge offerings we've had a post. few hot meals but it's very select yeah. You know, with a few options and that's it. So, so we'll, we can talk about that. Usually it's a bagged lunch now. It is. It's a, yeah, uh, prepackaged, really skimpy. And, and I'm sure that the lounges, that the, the companies that run these um, love that because they're still getting their membership fees. They're still getting their entrance fees, which right. we don't pay, but mm-hmm. somebody pays it. And uh, they have more profit now because they don't have to shell out for the for the meal. And remember that that lounge in Miami before St. Lucia. We went to St. Lucia. That lounge had that chef cooking up all that food, and oh, yeah. it was like a high end buffet in that there. That was great. You got drinks, and it was like a cocktail party mm-hmm. in there. Plus, we got a massage and your nails done and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that stuff is gone now. It's just basically a quiet place to sit. Hopefully. And charge your phones. And charge your phones. Watch a TV, read a newspaper, get a little bit of a snack. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, now, though, the only thing I do like about it is it's more convenient to uh, to sneak out 
those prepackaged food right yeah to stuff in your backpack so that you have food for the rest of the day if you need an emergency snack we have done that yes so that's more convenient than you know a gourmet soup I'm not going to bring that right. with you on no, a plane. That's not coming with okay, so anyway, we flew from Chicago to Reykjavik, Iceland. It was a six-hour flight. We thought the seats were good, uh, but we were like the the very first economy seats. And we had to watch every single person get on the plane. A lot of leg room. That but was nice. Everyone bumped into us when they were loading. The Nowhere plane. to put our bags, though. Because, of course, you have no, you know, underneath the seat in front of you because there's no seat. But, yeah, we watched every person get on. And, boy, that was the trip. The the, the diversity. The, the, the of, gear that went on that plane was like no other plane. Yeah, I've never seen, seen that before. I mean. So many water bottles. Hiking. Walking sticks. Yeah, well, yeah. So many people who aren't regular travelers. You know, Iceland is definitely, and, and was for me, a bucket list destination. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I think you saw a lot of people who don't often travel, but Iceland was open now for Americans meeting the requirements. So they went to REI and got their gear. And, and they got spent $1,000 at REI, <laughs> got all the gear that they think they'd ever need. And they booked their ticket to Iceland and got on our, our plane. And we was, and walked by us. And walked by us, bumped us with and their... And hit Shane every time. Yeah. <laughs> That's a downside of those early seats. It is. We're, gonna, we're definitely doing a podcast on uh, pro tips on flying and traveling, yeah. what seats to book and all that, because that that did it for me. I'm done with the early aisle seats. That flight the did The first it. seat. You don't I, like. I don't mind aisles. Sometimes it depends on the airline where the, the, the flight attendants, the attendants, mm-hmm. just don't care. They will... What was that one airline where that those that whole crew was like, out of my way, buddy. I will yeah. pound you, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like Air Italia or something. I can't remember. They yeah, did not care. That, that's most of them anymore because they just they have a job to do, and it's a tough job. So, but Iceland was incredible. It's not a far, you know, it's a not six a long, hours. It's not a long flight, right? So that's awesome, and you're in a whole new world. Uh, I mean, it's so it was been a bucket list for me. The way that I approached travel with doing this around the world thing is I, you know, we both have five bucket list destinations and right. I mean, I don't know. I've never really thought of them as I have five bucket lists, just places I want to see. I have top five. You do. You definitely, because yeah. you like to rank things. Yes, I do love ranking yes. things. What's your top five? Number Go. one is Italy. So we've, we've been there. And number two was Machu Picchu. Done. And number three was Iceland. Done. So what's four and five? Uh, Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, maybe next year when that opens up. Okay. And finally, uh, Antarctica. Yes. So th- those are my top five. Everything under that, uh, you know, we once we've decided, once we hit th- our top five we're going to re-rank and do the next five and then the the trick isn't just going to those it's all the stuff in between those that you know as we try and make our way around because we're not just going to italy and coming back home going to machu picchu and coming back home right going to iceland and coming back home we are traveling around so we're, we're we're doing working those major trips into a longer trip so seeing other places and yours are what what would you say your number one was Italy done has always been number two 
Ireland. I always wanted Ireland, to Ireland. done. So we, we, from Iceland, we went to Ireland. And so we did that. Mm-hmm. And, but we'll talk about that in another podcast. Yes. The next one. So uh, after that, Australia, New Zealand, for sure. Okay. That's three. Oh, gosh. Um, I want to see Asia. Yes. All sorts of different parts over there. Japan, China, Thailand, you know, all those areas over there. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, you, but don't forget, Jen has lived in Alaska, so a bucket list for many people, and she has been to Hawaii, how many times? A couple times. Just two? No, more than two. More than two times. She's <laughs> she's modest. She's been lucky enough uh, mm-hmm. to have been to Hawaii several times, which is uh, many a bucket list for, for people. It's a once in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So. Sure. You've done those things early, so. Yeah, but I always wanted to go to Greenland or Iceland or Antarctica. You keep bringing up Greenland. You know, I've noticed. I, you, I we better put pol- that on the list. I love polar bears, and I always have wanted to see polar bears. Well, in then Antarctica. Come. Habitat. Will you come to Antarctica with me? Okay, I will. Okay. There's penguins there too. So. Done. Right. Penguins there? No, there's no polar bears in Antarctica. We have to go to the Arctic Circle to see them. Do we? I better do some research on we that. we got to do some research. Okay, so let's talk about Iceland, where we didn't see penguins, but we saw, what, a cousin? Puffins. Puffins was on my list because I'm a, a, a birder. <laughs> I, I, that term is used loosely. I, I'm, I, I'm a wannabe birder. I like the idea of being a birder. I saw the movie with Jack Black and Steve Martin. The Big Year. Big Year and Owen Wilson. And I liked it. I liked that idea of traveling with a purpose, and the purpose is chasing photographs of birds. Sure, there's some cool birds out there. I love taking photographs of things, so taking photographs of birds is mm-hmm. a... So, you know, there's a reason right there. Take photographs of birds and travel. That, yeah. that That's up my alley a little right, bit. Right, right. Uh, you know I love a good bird in my picture. You, oh, you are always trying to get a bird flying through the it's picture. great. So we saw puffins. That was on our list of what we wanted to see in in Iceland. And what sound does a puffin make? Well, it makes this weird sound. What, what would you describe it? How would you describe it? It's like your tummy, like gurgling, like you're hungry, uh, like. Uh, yeah, it's this weird uh, when your stomach when your stomach growls. Yeah, that's what it sounds. Like that's that. the sound they make. Their mating call is a. Or just when they're talking to each other, communicating. That's the sound they made. So, yeah. uh, from, from cool. but when we landed in Reykjavik, we we. Uh, we were jet lagged, which we always say jet lags for amateurs, but it hit us hard because we hadn't slept in 24 hours mm-hmm. and we uh, rented a van and then promptly drove to a grocery store parking lot and uh, took a nap for a couple hours <laughs> in did. the back of the van, <laughs> which we could do that anywhere with our old van. Uh, so, and then we woke up, went, got some groceries, stocked up the van and, uh, Tried to. What, what did we do there? We parked oh, it. We and then went we went to that coffee shop. Yeah, yep. And yep. drove around a little bit, but then after that, we just hit the road. No, we, we did Reykjavik. Remember, we we saw well, the we saw the sun explore. Yeah. We walked around a little bit mm-hmm. and just kind of there was. We a, did. We saw. We saw the church, the yeah. famous church. Yeah, and had soup. And had one s- of our meals, one of our few meals that we did eat. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was that, so a. I would say, would it be a cup? It would be a bowl. It was a bowl size. Mine was big. Yours was big. Yeah. yeah. So how much was that? Was it like? Uh, it was like fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars each for a bowl of soup in Reykjavik. Food is very expensive. I would mm-hmm. say, I would say on the very expensive side. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot dogs were about seven bucks, 
$7 US. And we didn't go there wanting to be a food tour. We went there for the landscape and the experience. And we knew that food was expensive from our research. Uh, you could certainly go there and have nice meals and good food, but expect to pay double the U.S. prices for anything you're used to. Even, yes. I'd say a McDonald's is double. Mm-hmm. Everything's but wait, I take that back. There is no McDonald's. There is no McDonald's or Starbucks. No McDonald's or Starbucks. There's but something like McDonald's, a burger and fries, you'd be like at least $20. Yeah, oh yeah I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. It's just crazy. <laughs> So we were eating cheap, which we can do, living in a van. Yeah, grocery store. And soups and, you know, prepackaged soups and grilled cheeses and that kind of stuff. But that wasn't our main focus was, you know, hitting the ring road, uh, leaving Reykjavik and then hitting these massive major landmarks just everywhere. Mm-hmm. The weather was kind of rough in the beginning. The first couple of days we were in rain and fog. Yeah. And then, but then we hit. Remember the, that first night driving into our campsite late because we hit the road after we saw the city of Reykjavik, and yeah. that road was like fog and couldn't see in front of us. It was, a, it, was a, it was an alien movie. Yeah. And, and then, but we were headed towards the volcano because in 2021 we got lucky and the volcano was erupting. So Jen's immediately was fixated on the volcano she that was all she I've wanted i've never to seen s- a volcano before neither had i but have there, you ever seen a volcano no but an erupting volcano no <laughs> but i had so many other things that i had looked at for years in dreaming about iceland that it was like oh that'll if we see that that'll be a cherry on top but we have to see the giant vo- the waterfalls i mean the black beaches and and look the rest the of the puffins. stuff was going to be there it's been there for centuries a volcano erupting when we're there on this little island was like, you gotta go do it. So the first time we we got up early from our campsite, and we went to the vault to, and it was freezing. Mm-hmm. August was like August what would it be? The no wait July. Yeah, it was July twentieth. Let's call yeah. it July twentieth, and it was freezing, and we got to a parking lot by the volcano, and it was absolutely packed with people. It, in fact, that was the most crowded parking lot of all two weeks. Nothing came close to how busy it was. Yeah, because everybody's there to see the volcano. So we they all booked their trips. And, and we talked to this guy, and he's like, "Yeah, you can't really see it today. It's long. It's a three mile hike to it, and you might see it. And you're not going to be able to pop up your drone because I bring a drone with me." And good. so we hike for an hour and a half, get there, don't see anything but fog, and then have to hike back an hour and a half. So that didn't sound real no, so, desirable. And I was freezing because I didn't dress appropriately for the wind. So we decided to bag it for that day. And Jen didn't protest too much because it was miserable. No. And yeah. we decided to go on with our route and hit it on the backside. And so then we headed towards the west coast in clockwise fashion. Wait, clockwise? Yes, clockwise. So then we... Yeah, because... Yes, we did. And we went that. Yeah, that's clockwise, clockwise? huh? We went clockwise. That's how the hands move in clockwise. Okay. Counterclockwise was the way we were originally going to oh, do. Oh, yes, we were originally going to do counterclockwise starting that way going to the east. Hitting so we, the volcano the first from Reykjavik, around. from Reykjavik. Right. Okay, gotcha. I'm on board now. I'm Well, the map is in my head. I well, here's it. the thing. I, I guess you <laughs> technically could get confused because at what at what hour is Reykjavik on your clock? If it's at noon, or is it at 6 p.m.? 
because I put Iceland is a face of a clock and Reykjavik yeah. is at six. Yeah. We started going to seven, eight, nine, ten, and then the volcano is at like five on that clock face. Right, yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so we did it that way. Anyway, but we headed we headed towards the west coast to the and our first stop was that black diamond beach and that was just awesome and epic. Mm-hmm. All, all the pebbles were these perfectly rounded stones. Smooth. Smooth stones. Stones, yeah. As big as a quarter or a mm-hmm. fifty cent piece. And that right there was our first inkling. Like, wow, this is kind of weird. Never that seen this cool. before. Never, I've never seen a beach like this before. And mm-hmm. it was foggy. And all that sea grass was washing up. That was cool. Yeah. And it was just like an atmosphere and a, and a space that we had never seen before right off the bat. Remember all the um, rusted ship parts? Yeah, there was a the shipwreck. There was an old shipwreck that had mm-hmm. washed up and rusted metal parts. And it was otherworldly. It was cool. And it was, you know, quick stop and off we go. And I mean, that just energized us, I think, even though the weather for the first three days mm-hmm. was kind of, we didn't care. I didn't care. No. Usually I hate weather. No, you put on your rain pants and your rain jacket and just deal with it. Yeah, but you we, you you planned for that. Oh, I did. I planned. I, I knew what clothes I had to bring. This is one of those trips where you bring certain clothes. Uh, we had hiking I shoes. I have rain pants before. I you bought, bought rain pants. You I bought, bought rain, rain pants, jacket. rain jacket, which you love to shop and a reason to spend money. So you bought rain pants, a rain jacket, waterproof Gore-Tex shoes, which you still have. Yeah, because you have to be prepared. It's not a place that you just throw stuff in a suitcase and say, I'm going to Iceland. Uh, if if to you're prepare. going for four days and you're not going to leave Reykjavik and you're only going to go to the, the Golden Circle, which is like the mini little four-day trip i still say prepare you could get away with it you could get away with it yeah you should be prepared but if you're just doing four days and you're not going to leave that golden circle you could stay in little hotels and and don't go out but you know the weather is not your friend so if you're not prepared for anything then you could ruin a four-day trip because we had three days there but it was miserable yeah we didn't care because we we're it's going. It's not like, oh, I brought an umbrella and I'll be fine. No, there's no umbrellas there. Yeah, worthless. <laughs> you better have, you know. Uh, so I had a rain jacket, pants, waterproof shoes, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so up the western coast is just every day we drove no more than five hours, no less than an hour and ten minutes we would drive when we'd wake up mm-hmm. to our next spot around that road. And it... Every day was simply different and epic. Every day didn't disappoint. There was a moment towards the end of the trip where I thought, you know, what, 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 tomorrow we've seen everything, you know, and so, and, and it didn't, and we didn't. No, that didn't. So, happen. so then we went up to what was the name of the coastal town? Do you remember? You mean Husavik? Husavik, Husavik. Yes. That's it, Husavik. Who yes. you? Husavik. From the Fire Saga movie. From the Fire, yes. Tell what is that? The Fire Saga movie with Will Ferrell. Okay, it was, Rachel McAdams. Yes. And it's where you know they're singers and they want to compete in Eurovision. So it's the story of Fire Saga, the Eurovision. Right, and it was set in Husavik. Yes, Husavik is the town they were from. So we visited that little town. Cute. Saw, 
the church. The you boats. saw the church. It's adorable. The I love that town. Uh, let's not go with adorable because there was parts of it that weren't so adorable, but it was small. It was very small. The little part by the dock, by the church and the dock, that was cute yeah. and adorable. Yeah. There wasn't much else. No, but that's the town. It was cute. I liked it. I liked Husevik. Okay, you liked Husevik. Yeah, I did. We didn't go. We, we chose not to go on the whale watching boat. Mm-hmm. And we chose not to go see puffins because you don't get to see them close up and you can't hear them making growling sounds. You so. can't hear them making growl. So the three reasons why we didn't take the boat. One, it was a three hour tour, a three hour tour. And Jen and I do not do well on boats mm-hmm. like seasick throwing up history. So. But that was a problem. But once in a lifetime to see whales, uh, we could see them in other places. We haven't, but we could. And the puffins were later on in our itinerary, and we couldn't. I didn't have a telephoto lens, so probably not worth it. And also, it was kind of expensive. So those three things. Let's keep moving on. So then we went to the first hot springs, the thermal hot spring. Oh yeah, the sulfur. Yeah, what the, the sulfur hot springs in fr- Mitvin. Mitvin. It's like M Y V T V N or something like that. Uh, nothing. Uh, just apologies right off the bat. We will. We'll, <laughs> we do not speak Icelandic. We, we do not speak <laughs> it. We cannot pronounce it. We're probably gonna. We're lucky if we get close at all. With if any we of the say words. Reykjavik the same way, Reyk- Reykjavik. Reykjavik. We're, we're doing well. It is a very difficult language. It sounds like a Scandinavian other languages, like Dutch, like Norwegian. I don't know. It, it, you know, but it's very difficult to understand and read. It's easy to get around, though. We, we, we made our way around. Sure. There's enough people that speak English. And there there's plenty of English speakers. We only encountered maybe two people the whole time who didn't want to speak English. The one girl at the... Uh, at the gas station. Yeah. Let's talk gas. It is about $7 a gallon. So that was our biggest expense. In two weeks, we spent $300 in fuel. It was diesel, actually. It was fuel. Was, yes, $7 and $300 for the two weeks. But we saved money on our accommodations because we were living and sleeping in the van. From those thermal spas, oh, can I tell the story of the thermal spa of us getting in for free? Go ahead. Okay. So we we pull into this thermal spa, and it is not the Blue Lagoon. There no. are there are many thermal hot springs in Iceland. It's the Mitfin Sulfur Springs. It's the Mitfin Sulfur Springs. I think that's correct. Okay. And, sulfur baths. But, yeah, sulfur baths. And it's... More local. More local. But I, there were tourists there. Mm-hmm. Sure. Half the price of the Blue Lagoon, half as crowded. Uh, not as nice as the place we went to at the end. Mm-hmm. But we pull in, and there's a group of 40, 40 Americans from New York. Not from New York. And 40 they, people from the U.S., that just got off a bus, a tour bus. And Jen says, oh man, we had bad timing because now we're behind all these people and we're never going to get in. I said, yeah, that stinks. 
but we just moseyed on in and it turns out that they had prepaid they had prepaid for their tour and everyone just assumed we were with the tour so they just let us walk right in with the tour handed us our towels now you got to be fair and say we did pay at our campsite yeah, but I, but I, we didn't use those tickets. I know, but we did pay ahead of time. We were planning on paying. Yeah. Oh, yes, we were planning on paying. That's why this is a great funneled, story. They just funneled us in with all these other people, gave us our token for our towel, for our locker, done. Like they just done. shoved us all in. Made there us together. take a shower with a bunch of naked people because they shower <laughs> naked in in Scandinavia. It's not a thing. It is a thing, but they don't care. No one take a shower you go freeze your butt off and then you jump into the 100 degree water and it's awesome and we had an amazing time it's like a mineral how would you describe it's got a mineral bath yeah it's sulfur sulfur so you're it it does smell at first it does smell at first that one probably smelled the other one did not your skin and your hair gets kind of slick feeling because the minerals from the sulfur but it is uh felt great it was relaxing. We had a great time. You can buy beer nice. and alcohol while you're there. And float around and with a drink in your float hand. Float around with a drink in your hand. They have waiters that come around. It's it's and and of course, each glass is uh, like thirteen dollars for a drink there. <laughs> so, but it was very good. But what, you know, we we're we we're running on house money on that one, and then uh, so we did that. That was fun. We left, saw the sulfur field. Uh, around the way when we left there and headed that smelled bad that did smell very bad we couldn't even last some people were hiking in that sulfur field but again here's the thing we went from um those blue waters and the that green grass to that orange martian landscape of those sulfur fields Mm -hmm. it was like we were on mars Right. And then bubbling from, up from the earth. Bubbling up in it, that yeah. gray mud. It was smelling like rotten eggs. It's a photographer's dream. I think uh Iceland, if you're a photographer, just bring the biggest you know, you bring a camera and you're gonna go crazy. But yeah, that smell was bad. We didn't last for maybe twenty minutes and then we went to that giant waterfall. The biggest waterfall in Europe by volume was at Detti Foss. There you go. Good yeah. job. Daddy Foss. He'll probably be the only one I remember. <laughs> um, oh, there's another Foss one we remember. Well, they're all Foss. Later on. We saw so many waterfalls that we stopped counting. More waterfalls in Hawaii. Yeah. And I love waterfalls. And there's just so many. They're Ev- everywhere. They're everywhere. But there's probably five waterfalls. I would say the big five is what you really should concentrate on mm-hmm. because they're worth your time and effort to get to them. Daddy Foss is one of them. It's an easy hike. Easy. I wouldn't even call it a hike. No, it's a, it's walk a walking path. There's a parking lot. It's so big. Right. But again, imagine driving on Mars and then all of a sudden you run into a waterfall. That's huge. And there's actually a secondary waterfall be- that be- ahead of it before it goes over the big waterfall. That secondary waterfall is awesome as well. Um, so we saw those. Jen fell and almost fell over the edge there. Hurt myself. Hurt yourself. Be careful walking. She wasn't paying attention. My wrist is still sore. And then uh, we hit the road again. And Remember how rocky that was, though? It was like desert and like rocky. And then there's these waterfalls. Like, it's just crazy. It is. It's just drastic. The the words are like drastic changes in landscape from desert to waterfall to green grass to ice and glaciers. 
Um, what was the, ne- that, the, the other waterfall that we saw where we went on both sides of it? We flew the drone. It kind of looked like a mini Niagara Falls. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, I don't remember the name of that one. That one was really popular, too. Remember, it had two big parking lots. It has two big parking lots. There's tour buses, and it's definitely worth it. We it, walked the little bridge over. Yeah, it's worth it. You know, uh, and there's a little uh, restaurant there with a tour. It looks like a little mini Niagara Falls. Yeah, it does. Yeah, the way it's laid out. Yeah, it's a mini Niagara. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Awesome. Yep, very pretty. So, you know, there we, we saw, let's see, the five waterfalls. Let's see, there's Deddy Foss, the big one. Skoga Foss. Skoga Foss. And then th- that's the Justin Bieber one. Mm-hmm. So it's called the Justin Bieber because he filmed a music video in 2015 there and other places in Iceland. And since that started the craze, that started the craze of visiting Iceland and also that the Justin Bieber waterfall, if you want to Google that, is the one that's accessible on the Golden Circle. Right. So most people do that one. And it's huge. And it is and massive. Impressive. But the really cool thing about the Justin Bieber one is you could walk right up to it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's face to face with nature. So cool. And it is a beautiful, beautiful waterfall. Mm-hmm. That I mean, it's just, a, it is like. Absolutely. The stereotypical, if you've looked up waterfall in a dictionary, that's the one, you know, but massive. It's you cool. stand under it. Yeah, you could stand. You could totally get soaked. You know, you, you can also climb up to it, the Justin Bieber one. You can do the hike up. But I wouldn't do that. I, I think going down by it where it hits is awesome. That's pretty cool. The foot, the the picture opportunities are amazing with that one, too. Use your imagination. It's crazy. The, it's a little busy. It is a little busy. There's a big parking lot there, too. Uh, the two smaller ones that we saw that we really love, the one... They had a little bit of a hike. Well, the one there was nobody until our way back down where we went behind it. Right. Yes. Yeah, that one was you a know, little bit of a hike to get to it. poor planning on our part. We can't give that name. But if, if you look, if you just Google that, which one can you uh, go behind, and, and the, the, the myth is that there's a troll that lives there or a cat. Uh, that's a fun one to see, too. That's a fun one. Very uncrowded. There's actually two waterfalls there, if yes. you remember. Mm-hmm. You see two beautiful mid-sized waterfalls, nobody there, easy hike, I would say. Except for the last part where you're holding a chain onto the rock wall. Yeah, there's you, there, but there's <laughs> so, wooden stairs. There are, but still, you're on the side of a cliff. Yes, but... Into uh, the water. Okay, <laughs> so. you're on the side of a cliff, into the water, holding a chain. You want some adventure? <laughs> yeah, Go for that a little one. bit. That was a great one. I, I like that one, too. So, you know, our waterfall, uh, we chose the right ones. I got my fix of waterfalls. Yeah, you definitely did. And that canyon. Let's talk about that oh canyon was next. What's the name of the canyon? I have no idea. Okay, so here's the deal with this famous canyon. So it's on a, a farmer discovered it. Okay, and so that it's very difficult to get to. It's a long hike. But there's you can go on the west side or the east side. Okay. And if you go on the west side, you can't get down into the canyon. You only can overlook it. But it's really easy to drive. Well, I shouldn't say easy because that dirt road is just miserable. It's pretty treacherous, yeah. But since uh, if you look on the Google reviews for it, you'll see that a lot of the reviews say, oh, you got to park and then it's a three mile hike. Well, those, any review that's over six months old, doesn't account for are you looking up the name of it 
it, it doesn't account for that they've built a new parking lot that is even closer and it's only about a mile 0.8 there 0.8 back now i really hesitate to tell you about this because it is such an epically beautiful location that i don't know if we can say the name or let, not. let me see it it's called stood so it's an stu with a d but that's not a d it's, it's not a, a d it's, it's an icelandic d Studlagel Canyon. It's called Studlagel Canyon. Just Google it. It'll get you there. Studlagel Canyon. The pictures are epic. It is great. You can go down in it if you go on the east side. It has the basalt columns. So if you've seen those pictures of Iceland with a canyon and the basalt columns. Yes. Columns like in the side of the mountain, the canyon, that's the place. And... It, it was a little crowded, and, and I'm afraid it's going to get over-touristed is what I'm saying. Oh, I think Remember, so. I even said I'm going to leave, I don't know if this is ethical, but I'm going to leave a bad review saying this is super dangerous. <laughs> uh, this is super dangerous. Don't go here. Uh, you know, but it's, I don't know, it, it's well, on. One side has a platform that you can go and but just you go can't... right to the platform. Yep. So go to that side. If you want an easy track, yes. you're in a rental car that doesn't, you know, have any insurance on it. Yes. Do that. Yeah, go to... The other side is for if you're okay with hiking, you are in a car, or you can walk a few miles. Yeah. On the rocky stuff. Yes. It's it's not fun. It is not... That was not a fun hike to get to it at all. No. At all. (laughs) But, wow. Oh, it's amazing. Getting down into that canyon, seeing that water. It's not easy to get down into the canyon either, so that's another hike down in. Yeah, it's not easy to get down into it, but the turquoise water, the basalt columns, and the photo opportunities are awesome. Some of my best photos from Studdigal Canyon. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, so Google that. And And then from there we went, we headed towards, it would be... Oof, it would be about noon or uh, or one, yeah, about noon, the 12 on the clock face. We're the north. Okay, yeah, our north. And we camped out there. We met a guy from America who, remember that campsite right before the Puffins? The next day was the Puffins. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, that was a, oh, that's when we drove. Okay, so we did this little jaunt just to see the Rainbow Church. It's a famous little town with, if you Google Rainbow Church, Iceland, it has this rainbow walk bricks painted up to the church. It's a very popular Instagram spot. And another cute town. Another cute little town, which we noticed some people weren't staying in. They'd go take their Instagram picture and leave. And then some people were staying there for a couple days at a, a hotel or a bed and breakfast. It was very small. I would say that town skews a little older. Yeah, I would definitely say so. But beautiful drive in. Beautiful. Beautiful drive out, mm-hmm. as usual. Uh, it's in a fjord. It's actually... It is. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah it's, so you're kind of enclosed in this little area with the big mountains on both sides. Yeah. It's a it's a, an Icelandic fjord. Mm-hmm. So... That was cool. That was cool. So we saw the rainbow church. Church. Took our pictures and then headed out. And headed out. 
and then and then we started climbing in that elevation to get to our campsite remember we were uh, there when when we're up in that northern area up there there's a lot of hikers they're there to hike we noticed that's where the hikers want not that they're not everywhere but we noticed a lot of people were there going on hikes sure a lot of trails up that way a lot of trails a lot of a higher elevation the mountains are beautiful yes it's all beautiful don't mm-hmm. it's unlike anything i mean we've been around there's not a bad spot there's not a bad spot i mean we've been around we've been to colorado you've been to alaska we've been into canada i mean i put it as like up there with like banff yeah like the beauty what about what, what about glacier national park glacier it's better than glacier there, but it's better than those places because what about the andes we've been to the andes mountains in south well, those america are beautiful too but Machu it's too Picchu. that was beautiful but this is like you get some of the desert stuff you get the greenery you get the mountains with the snow-capped mountains you get glaciers then you get icebergs then you get volcanoes. I mean, you just get everything. So finally we woke up and we went to the Puffin Reserve Preserve, which was one of the things I wanted to check mm-hmm. off my list of we must see puffins. And that's so easy to get to. I don't know why it wasn't more crowded. So easy to get to. You walk right. This is at probably at 1 o'clock on the map. Okay. Yep. I don't know if anything's easy to get to. We shouldn't say easy to get to. Okay. Once you make it to Iceland. <laughs> getting to Iceland is hard. And then getting up into that corner is difficult. Mm-hmm. You know? That upper northeastern corner is right, where this Puffin Reserve if is. If you're there, you're on the Ring Road. Yeah, you're on the Ring Road. But you got to go off a little bit to get to the Puffin Reserve. And when you get there, you walk, you're among them. You can yeah. hear them and their bellies growling. They're swarming all around. And everyone is and... silent and there's thousands of them and your videos and the photos. Mm-hmm. You could you could get within three feet of one with a phone. Oh, yeah. They're very, they look like a toucan and a penguin had a baby. And they're gentle and cool looking. And, uh, you know, here's one thing I'll say. When you're at the Puffin Reserve, preserve, is it? Be quiet. Be quiet. Don't talk on your phone. Don't make a phone call. Don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah. You know, this is the thing that just bothered me was that it says there's signs in many languages. Be quiet. This is their breeding ground. And yet these tourists just. Were talking on their phone. Talking on their phones, having like conversations. Holding their phone out from them. Not like putting it up to their ear talking. And not in a low voice. There were people smoking everywhere. Okay. And. It, it just incredible rudeness to me. So you know, be you a go, be a good tourist. Be a good tourist. Be aware. I mean, just that. Just that. That was the sadly one of the things I remember. But I will soon forget that, and I'll re- always remember they're beautiful the beautiful animals. They're beautiful animals, and that little area right there, just the best spot to get close to them. I would say. Mm-hmm. So we saw the puffins. The Atlantic puffin. The Atlantic puffin, and I could check that off my birder list. <laughs> um, and then we started heading south. And, and at that point, you know, I had a euphoric high, like, oh, my gosh, I've seen there's there's very few things left to see. I want to see the glacier. I want to see the icebergs. And we want to see the volcano and the and then the Justin Bieber. And that's it. Then we're, we had already seen amazing horses along the way. We saw the Icelandic horses, which they eat. Yes. Well, they also eat puffin. They eat puffin. And they eat horses. Yeah. Just for the reality check, there's a lot of beautiful Icelandic horses that Jen fell in love with, but they're not Saturday, just yeah. 
for fun. They, That's why they're everywhere. They're everywhere, and it's because there's not many cows. They eat horses. So anyway, we we made it. We had it start heading south from the Puffin Preserve, and uh, what, what what was the place we went to? Oh, it was that that other giant black beach with the basalt columns and the weird rock formations. It was a little more crowded. What was it? a Vik, V I K. Oh, yes. We headed towards Vik, mm-hmm. which they pronounce it Vik. We called it Vic the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually Vik. Okay. We had, Remember that black beach? Well, we had soup there. We had soup at that place, which that was really good. That was really good. What was the deal with the soup there? So the soup was buy your bowl of soup, and then you get a second bowl for, you know, if it's included in the price. Yeah. And they give you bread, too, if you want. You, you buy a bowl of soup for $18, and you get a refill, a free refill. <laughs> that was it. And bread. and you Yeah, know, bread. It's, it's good. It, it was very good homemade soup mm-hmm. and expensive. So for two people with a drink, it was $36. Good Wi-Fi. You charged your battery Yeah, there, good Wi-Fi. So. Uh, that's one thing I will say with uh, us using Google Fi. We use Google Fi for our phone coverage. Um, our SIM cards are Google Fi because we're full-time travelers. Uh, you can use Google Fi in the States if that's yours. Uh, we, I, uh, There was one single moment where we didn't have excellent connection. Mm-hmm. Iceland is juiced up. They are plugged in to the Wi-Fi and, I'm sorry, the cellular surface. You know, we, we had service everywhere we went, which is crazy. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, there's places in America we lose service and certainly less remote. So a, a long drive from the Puffins and we made it down the Vik and then we, uh, oh, I know what we did. We went to the airplane wreck before that. Remember we went and came back because we, we gained a day. Right. Right. Or I'm not sorry, we didn't gain a day. We were a day ahead of our schedule. Where did you eat the langoustine? Where's that place? The langoustine lobster I ate at that fancy restaurant that was a little bit overpriced. I can't remember that. that. Yeah, that was that little town. Remember, I ate the langoustine lobster meal. Mm-hmm. I would say it's very mild lobster. They're langoustine, langoustine lobster. Little. They're smaller. So, but it was very uh, mild and uh, soft, and it was good, but again, a very expensive for what you got compared to the States. Maybe not expensive if you were living in New York City, right? San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. I just was trying to think of the town where that was. I cannot remember that town, but it was before we went to the cargo plane wreck mm-hmm. so we went to that we, we we debated a little bit should we do the plane wreck now if you google iceland plane wreck this will certainly come up it's famous it's a cargo plane that went down on the beach in 1971 or two the photographs are epic but it requires a 45 minute walk through another planet at a pretty brisk pace i would say I'd say at a good pace, 45 minutes, if you, an hour if you're just walking. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing around. There's nothing to see. It's just, no. it, again, black. You and your companion are walking. Have someone you like to talk with, or if, you're, if you don't, you have your thoughts for 45 minutes to an hour of just nothingness. Nothingness. No. Nothingness. 
The water's out there. You can see, like, the water's no, out there. No, you can't see. You can't see anything. It's just insane. You can <laughs> hear it. And then we, so we did it. We decided to do it. You know, we, we pulled, we took a quick pull at the parking lot. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Some people, no. Some people, yeah, it's worth it. We decided it was worth it. We did it. And we got out there and it was worth it for us. Some people turned around. We watched several people. Yeah. Start it and then come back. And start it and come back and realize it wasn't worth it. Uh, so, you know, it's up to you. For us, it was definitely worth it. We got to walk around in the, the plane. Because it was on my list of when you, you know, the plane wreck in Iceland. You just take a look at it. It's awesome. The photographs are great. Uh, it's cool to see. It's cool to see. It was worth it. 45 there. We spent about 30 minutes there. Um, it wasn't. I don't know that I would do it again, though. I, I would. I'd do it again. But if I would do it again, I would do it at night during the uh, Aurora Borealis. Right. And we'd play all these photo tricks with the, you know, yeah. do all that. I would do cool. it again. But the way we did it was probably in the evening because we wanted to have little to no people there. And when we got there, there was five people at the wreck. Mm -hmm. But at, at popular times during the day, there's easily 20 to 40 people. You're never going to get a photo without someone else in it. We were able to do that. And uh, it was fun. Coming yeah. back to that, the next thing we did was the Justin Bieber waterfall, which we loved. Scogglefoss. It was fun. Scogglefoss. Scogglefoss. It was. It was cool. It was cool. And, and then we had two days left. Uh, you know, something happened to us that, uh, you know, talk about real quick was uh, our flight got canceled. We were supposed to fly to Dublin, Ireland, and they canceled our flight and moved it up a day. So they just, the airlines, Scandinavian Airlines, just took a day away from us. That's it. Just took a day away from our itinerary. Mm -hmm. So not only did we lose a day in Iceland, we had to find a day in Dublin, Ireland. So we didn't have accommodations in Dublin, and we lost a day in, uh, in, in Iceland. So we had to find another day in Iceland. And this is all in the back of a van on our cell phone. And I called Scandinavian Airlines and they said, too bad, so sad. Uh, we're not going to even refund anything for you. Okay. Because we offered, we didn't necessarily, what did they say? We're not a partner with them or we're not. There a was another guarantee. flight on the day, but it was a first class flight and they weren't a partner with them, Iceland Air. So it'll cost you $1,000 each out of pocket. Or you can leave four days later. You could either leave four days later, one day earlier, or pay $1,000 to leave, $2,000 to leave on, on this. On your correct day. On your correct day. So we couldn't leave five or four days later because we had we were meeting people in Dublin, Ireland. So we had to lose that day. So, uh, you know, scrambled a little bit. We found accommodations in, in Dublin and we found an accommodation in Reykjavik the night before our flight. With that, well, we had accommodations, but we just made the changes. Yeah, we, we had accommodations luckily for, they, had they were just a day off, but luckily we, we were able to switch some yeah. of them, okay? And Scandinavian, I will say, was the, the representative was uh, sorry, 
uh, as she basically said, there's nothing I can do for you. Take it or leave it mm -hmm. with no compensation whatsoever. But we didn't have trip insurance. So they told us, ask your trip insurance provider, which we did not have. So, you know, be that be truth be told. Some people like trip insurance. We haven't used it. Mm -mm. So actually, we, we booked it with the credit card. We could have looked into it with the credit card. I'll have to do that one day. We're, we're just so busy. It's just so hard to sit on a computer for four hours to file a claim for, you know, that. Anyway, on to the Justin Bieber. After Justin Bieber, we were headed towards Reykjavik, but there was one last stop to do, and that was the volcano. And we did it. We at, at this point, now remember, we're almost two weeks after our first attempt at the volcano. And what has happened is there were these, uh, what's the word, impromptu trails. There was A path, B path, and C path mm -hmm. that were formed basically by the lava. Three ways to get up to like the main basin of yeah, the talk. volcano. Yeah. So. Yeah. Trail A was closed off. Because the lava flow went mm -hmm. down the path. Yeah, so there was only, well, was it A? Or A, or A. a so was closed. B and C were left. B and C were left. So there wasn't even a C in the first time we got there. It was only A or B. Now when we got there, it was like B and C. And so we took C. We talked to some people coming back. They told us what to do. Uh, because remember, this is on private property. It was all impromptu. And, and these trails were just made up on the spot. So you pay to park in these parking lots and there's porta potties and there's some food trucks set up and stuff, but you're on private property. So yeah, yeah, it's wild. You're following the path with everybody else and still a little crowded, climbed up this very, climb up. this was a long climb. I mean, how, how far was it? What was it? Three, three there, three back. It was, it, I don't know. No, I don't know. I think altogether was it 10 kilometers, I think 10 kilometers there and back. We got up to the top we saw the volcano erupting. I launched my drone and got footage. So the day before, it had stopped and was not very active. Right. Right? No, so that night. Was... Remember that night we saw it start erupting while yes. we were at our campsite. We saw it pulling into our campsite. We saw the smoke, and then it got dark, and we saw the, the like fire coming up. It was red. The earth was yes. red coming up. Yeah. And it had been, uh, you know, like inactive for a little while, and then it started back up again the day before. So we got there, and it was erupting. And it was erupting, and there were people. At, we, we saw the lava fields. Saw the lava fields. Saw it erupting. Flew my drone not so close to it because I didn't want to melt. There's tons of stories of people that had their drones melted mm -hmm. by the volcano because it was so hot. So I kind of. I still got good footage. Down the other side with your drone, you could see the lava flowing. Yep. And yep. and then, right as we were leaving... it's We were up there for about a half an hour, maybe. Yeah, at least. Not including the hike up. No, no, no. That we was we watched how, it. No. But we were up there for about a half an hour watching it, and then it stopped. And then it stopped. It just stopped the erupting. It just stopped. Nothing. You couldn't see any lava. Nothing. Done. And then we started walking back, and Jen felt terrible to all these people trying to do this long hike, and they're not going to even see an erupting volcano. So she started randomly telling people, it's done. It's done. No, just people that look like they were struggling. You know, I wanted to tell them, like, look, it, it's done. It's not erupting right now. Like, 
And that was you it. I want to stop and come back another time. <laughs> and that was it. I think it did erupt one more time. It is, yeah. I last time I looked, it was erupting again, but it did stop for a while yeah, that day. That yeah. day, like it stopped it was done. for a few days. We yeah, timed it, it. We were. That was it. <laughs> yeah. We lucked out. That was our last opportunity for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw it, and then uh, it was, a, and it was a beautiful day. It was really nice, warm. Yeah warm day Not we were in windy. shorts and t-shirts yeah. we were in shorts and t-shirts we peeling off layers yeah. yeah shorts and t-shirts by the end of that and then we uh that so that, that was a great day that took us about a half a day and then we drove into Reykjavik for to find our hotel for the flight early the next morning but before we decided to celebrate and go to the newest lagoon not the blue lagoon it's the other one called sky lagoon sky lagoon it is great. It was it was just it was wonderful. Cool. It was yeah. I can't remember even how much it cost, which is sad, but it was I felt that it was a deal. Yeah, it wasn't I think it was like 30 bucks a piece. We did I don't the remember. seven don't rituals. Go. We did do the seven rituals, which is like first you get into an ice cold bath. Then you go into a an Icelandic sauna. Then you wash off in a, a ice cold mist. Then you rub argon oil or... It had almond oil. Almond oil. Salt and almond oil. Yeah, all over your body, like a a salt scrub you rub over. A salt scrub and almond oil all over your body. Then you go into the steam room. Then you go into a steam room. Then you go to the shower and rinse off. Then you can go back out and do the cold plunge again if you want to and then get into the regular lagoon pool that's warm. It was great. It was. It was awesome. It sucked for you because you didn't get to do the last couple. I am allergic to almonds, so I couldn't do that. But the the sauna and the lagoon was awesome. We had champagne. We did. We did. We had champagne because we met some cool people. We did. We met some cool people from uh, Czechoslovakia as well as they were world travelers as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Traded some information. That was great. we just had fun. Just hung out, relaxed. It was a relaxing yeah. day. And we've then, been sleeping in a van for two weeks. Yeah, so we felt good. Yeah, we had. We've been sleeping <laughs> in a van and uh, just an epic trip. I think that was an ultimate epic trip. Uh, then we stayed at the Viking Hotel, which was okay, very small. Very, yeah, just okay. It was a super small room, super small bathroom. But the reason we chose it was mostly because it was really close to where the airport shuttle picked us up. The last stop for the airport shuttle. Yeah. So the airport shuttle picked us up right outside of that. We hop on it. Oh, wait, we, we chose it for two reasons. One, the airport shuttle bus. And two, yes. it was the filming location for... Love in Iceland, a Hallmark movie of the week <laughs> that Jen saw a couple of years ago. And so I booked the Iceland Hotel yes. because it was the shoot the filming location for a Hallmark movie. Right. Yes. Love in Iceland. So if you want to see what that is. So we stayed there, hopped on the bus the next day and went Took to the, the half an hour bus ride. Half an hour bus ride to the airport. And um, and then we then we loaded up and where did we fly to from there? We flew to Copenhagen. No, and then Dub- Copenhagen to Dublin. Yes. Yeah, so, but our our final destination was Dublin, Ireland, which Dublin. will be our next podcast. Uh, so, to sum up, I think Iceland was easily one of the best trips I've ever been on. I would go back there. Would you? I would go back there. Would you live, live there? there? 
there. You know, it's funny. As much as I, I hate cold, I would live there for maybe three months to a year. I don't think I could live there more that's than a year. That's big for you, too. What? Because you hate the cold. I hate cold. So that's big for you to say that. I hate cold. It was absolutely beautiful. And the nature and the people were nice. It's clean. We didn't talk about oh, how clean it is. We didn't talk about Reykjavik. There's no garbage. There's no There's litter. There's absolutely no litter and garbage. We we are right now we're in Budapest. You could probably hear it outside of our window. It is dirty. Not as dirty as other places, but there's just there's trash everywhere. But Reykjavik and the whole litter. island is just nothing but nature. We saw two pieces of litter. I, the I think we counted time. two pieces of litter the entire time and it stood out to us because it's so clean. It's so clean and organized and nice. Uh, we just absolutely loved Iceland. We, uh, you know, the downsize is it, is it is expensive. And the language barrier. And the language barrier, which both can be overcome with, well, money. Right. But, and planning. You, you could certainly do it cheaper. There's, if, if you can support yourself remotely or... You know, you want to work in a coffee shop. They do need people that speak English there. Yeah, they. you could work there. So, we, we could work there. I mean, it wouldn't be high living, but you don't really, what, what do you need? You don't need much. You just need protection in the winter and uh, a warm coat. And I think I could stand nine months there. Let's that. skip I mean, December, January, and February. I'd go back for that. Yeah. But I want to see it in the winter. I would like to see it in the winter. I'd like to see the uh, northern lights, northern lights cool from Iceland would yeah. be cool. Uh, I would definitely go back. I definitely want to go back, which, you know, we don't say very often. No. There are not many places that we have ever been to where we'd say we'd go back. I'd say we could count it on five fingers. Mm -hmm. And Iceland is certainly one that we would go back yeah. to. Uh, it's up there with Italy. Up there with Italy. Absolutely. In its own class, too. You know, it's different sure. from Italy. but. Yeah. Uh, absolutely Amazing. one of the best places highly recommend it uh you know do your research on it because it's a complicated trip it's not pack accordingly pack accordingly the timing is important june july august uh their covid restrictions are changing you know their covid restrictions actually changed while we were there who knows what world we're living in when you decide to go if you want to go ever uh, I would not say it's your standard vacation, but you could make it a spa foodie. If you just wanted to go there and be a spa fine dining, you could sure. do that. We saw people that were doing that. They just did the golden circle and they were having a good old time. My fine dining foodie experience was finding that hot dog stand. Yeah. We found a hot dog stand that's been there for 150 years and they make lamb hot dogs with uh, Icelandic ketchup, which Ugh. is like a ketchup made with apple sauce it's weird it was not my favorite hot dog but it certainly was unique and there was a line of tourists to get it because it's the oldest hot dog stand in iceland from the 18 i think it was like 1917 or 18 mm. 80 years it was there 80 years or something like that they do like to eat meat there but there are good vegan options and there are vegan options for jen she did find them the somewhat. grocery store had a ton of ton of vegan options and both of the soup places had vegan options so they eat a lot of different meats there but you can be vegan and go and find food they would definitely go back to iceland i definitely recommend it but do your homework if it's something you want to do because there's a lot of moving parts to a trip to iceland thanks for listening 
If you've been wanting to take the plunge and try slower travel, we really hope this could be the inspiration you're looking for. Putting a plan into action is the first step. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. And remember, every great journey begins begins with with the the first first step. step. So book it.